make the main hall come in with a whole godly message for you. May this give you godly wisdom and a whole lot of strength and faith. May God increase your faith a whole lot. Let's go. Today's topic is going to be about walking and talking in the manner of the calling. I'm going to be talking to you on how to talk and walk in the manner of life, that in the matter of the life you have, so that it can be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So the topic scripture is Philippians chapter 1 and verse 27, but we're only going to be reading a part of it, and the part we're going to be reading is, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. So the first point and the first thing we're going to talk about is the talking in the talking in the manner of the calling. Now the reason I'm going to be talking about talking in the manner of the of the manner that is worthy of the calling is because most people don't understand how serious and how big the words can be. Words are very, very strong. Words can fill in formless and empty spaces. And it can because the earth was formless and empty. And God spoke everything into existence. And he spoke everything into what is now today. So yeah. And if formless, if God can speak formless formlessness and emptiness into something imagine what our words can do to someone somebody that's where this verse comes in right here Colossians chapter 3 and verse 8 this is why Paul tells us I'm going to tell you what Paul tells us is. he said Paul told us but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these anger rage Malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. The reason he told us this, one of the reasons I can I can feel it in my spirit, that he told us this because there might be an empty or or um formless space for someone or somebody or something, and you might be speaking anger, rage, malice, and slander, and some type of filthy language. Sexual language, and you fill that person up with that, with that language, and, and, and your in them words, and it becomes a part of them. So that's one reason we don't speak as anger, rage, and malice, and slander and filthy language. That's why we should ought to keep those things from our lips for your good and from other people's good. Also, the Bible says. Proverbs 18 and 21. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And I'm going to tell you this verse from James 3 and verses 9 through verses 12. It says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. 
Out of the same mouth come praise and curse. Now that's double-mindedness right there. We need to work on that, but that's a whole different. That's a whole different, you know, whole different sermon. That's a whole different podcast. And it says, my brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? Can it? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Can it? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Brothers and sisters, this double-minded talking should not be. Should not be. Now, let's move on to point two, my brothers and sisters. Saints, heavenly ears. Let's walk on. Let's go ahead down the road to point two, which is walk. We're going to be reading from the book of 2 John, chapter 1, verse 6. Oh, Lord. It says, And this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. Wait a minute. Now let's let's look. Let's look at something. Love, walking in love and talking as love. We don't do that these days. Man, somebody ought to say amen because I know some of us don't. Some of us can't. Some of us can't bear to talk in love because how we feel and how we and how people how, how how people look at us and things like that. But his command is that you walk in love. Now love is a love is a word that been used that has been used for a long time. A long time by a lot of generations. And love ain't love, man. Love ain't love how the Bible describes it. Let me tell you how the Bible describes it. Go to chapter, I mean, go to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 13. And go, let's let's read verses 4 right now. It says, walking in this type of love. We're walking in patience, kindness. And this love does not envy, it does not boast, it does not, it is not proud. Now let's go on with the fifth. It does not dishonor others, it does not dishonor your parents or your mother, your father, the elders in the church house, your friends, kids, babies, teens. It is not self, it is not self-seeking. And this was somebody right here. It is not easily anger. And this is one thing. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil. Now, these days, we delight in evil because evil is all around us. Evil is society. Evil is basically society. But it says that love rejoices with the truth. It says it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Now, let me tell you something. God is all of these characteristics. Want to know why? Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. In my spirit, he's, he's well, he's some of these things. But it's all good, though, because let me tell you why. He is patient because he's waiting on somebody to repent right now so he can be saved, so they can be saved. He is kind because kindness is his grace. 
it does not envy. He does not envy nobody because he is God Almighty. He is the one, the first and the last. It said he does not boast, but he does boast because he he ought to boast. He ought, he ought to. You know what I'm saying? It is not proud. He is proud. He's proud of us. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the power they're talking about. Now, if you look at what proud means, let me tell you what proud means. Well, basically, proudness is basically pride. He has no pride. You know what I'm saying? He does not dishonor others. He loves us. If he dishonor us, then, well, I don't think we would be here today. Don't you think? That's by grace. That's his kindness. That's his patience. It is not self-seeking. When is the last time? Well, it is not self-seeking. So, because you know, he does everything for us. Everything for us, for our good. He doesn't do anything bad for us. Everything works out for the good for those who love him and is called according to his purpose. He keeps no record of wrongs. Want to know why he keeps no record of wrongs? Because when you repent, he don't he don't remember that. He don't keep no record of that wrong. When you wrong, when you sin, and when you wrong, he doesn't keep he doesn't keep no record of it. But you do though, you do. So we need to work on our love. Oh yeah, it also says love does not delight in evil. You know God don't delight in evil, but He was just as with the truth. God is the truth, the way, and the life. God always protects, protecting us from the seen and unseen all through this year. He always trusts. He always hopes. He always perseveres. Want to know why he always perseveres? Because he persevered and endured the cross. And that is love and how you talk and how you walk in love. So right now, this is basically the end of my message. The godly message, the whole heart, wholehearted strength and wisdom and knowledge that God has given me to give to you. And I'm going to pray for you guys. And I hope that you apply this to your life. My Father, which is in heaven, I come before you right now. Father God, I come to you knowing that we have to live a, a life worthy of the calling of the gospel. Father God, we ask that you help us to apply these things to our lives. We ask that you help us be more obedient and walk in love, Father God. Help us to be patient. Help us to be kind. Help us not to envy. Help us Help us to do everything in love. Father God, help us to be persevered through these trials and tribulations and temptations, Father God. Father God, I want to thank you right now in the name of Jesus for this new thing you've given me to do. Father God, I want to thank you. And I'm going to pray to you out of obedience and tell you that I love you and I thank you for this year. I thank you for the people who are going to listen who are listening. And I want to thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I ask that you help them with strength. I ask that you give them wholehearted strength. A whole lot of strength, a whole lot of faith, a whole lot of a whole lot of financial stability. I ask that you give them a whole lot of courage, a whole lot of a whole lot of good a whole lot of good father god right now in the name of jesus i pray amen also if you um need a prayer if you need me to pray for you 
my email I would like for you to go to my email um it is Nate N-A-T-E Y-B 312 at gmail.com go to that email and, and tell me your prayer and what would you like for me to pray for cause I'm always needing something to do I'm only 16 and I'm out of school right now so you know also don't be scared to give do not be scared to give in the Bible it says 1 Corinthians 9 and 14 in the same way the Lord has commended that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel so if you're feeling anything from this word if you're feeling generous if you're feeling curious or not curious but generous then you can give you don't have to but you know you reap what you sow so I just hope and that's and you have to have faith for that you know what I'm saying and I pray that you will give me something I'm not asking for it but you know it will be a blessing also I love you guys and this is my first podcast I ask that you share I ask that you just use this use this and apply it to your life Please, because we need more Christians and people walking in the calling, walking in the in the um manner worthy of walking and talking in the manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. That's what we need these days. So I was just, you know, yeah. God bless. Shalom. Nathan Mayho coming out, going out, leaving. Bye.